welcome to season five of the Presently Engaged podcast. This is where you'll find short, friendly, Jesus-focused encouragement to live intentionally right where you are. I'm Mandy Pollack, and I'm really glad that you are here. This season, I'm adding something new. The first part of the podcast will have a devotional thought sourced from life as always. Then we will end the podcast with a scripture reading. I'll be reading the English Standard Version of a passage. This will give us the opportunity to center our minds on Jesus and our hearts on his word. Because lives will change as we engage with God's word. I'm cheering you on as you live purposefully right where God has placed you. Because you, friend, you're making a difference. Let's take a few moments and ponder all the myriad things that had to be prepared before a presumably exhausted Mary and harried Joseph stepped into the little town of Bethlehem on the very first Christmas. Roman edicts went out. Families filled available inns, shepherds spent their lives with the daily ritual of keeping watch over their sheep. Prophets recorded promises whispered for generations. Somebody built a manger. Somebody prepared swaddling clothes. Somebody lived with an eye to the stars and a heart looking for God. So many people in first century Bethlehem had no idea that they were preparing the backdrop for the greatest redemption story ever told. Our lives are the sum of their beautiful, often mundane, everyday moments. And with that sum, God brings his magnificent multiplying grace. He turns a humble manger into a king's cradle. He transforms a teenager into a divinely appointed mother. He takes smelly shepherds and commissions them to be the first ambassadors of his good news. We're just about to pull down the Christmas decorations from the attic. We'll fluff up the artificial tree for one more year. We'll drink hot chocolate and listen to Christmas favorites. We'll set up the manger scene where everyone is frozen in reverence and even the barnyard animals are cute and angelic. I used to view decoration as simply something to do on a long list of getting ready for the season. Christmas didn't start until all the decorations were up and the house looked pristine. But now I realize that this act of decoration is in itself a celebration. Preparation is holy. We prepare our hearts for Advent, for a focusing on Jesus for these festive and hallowed holy days. Isaiah 40, 3-5 puts it this way, A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain. And the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all people will see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken." The prophet Isaiah tells us that even when in a wilderness, we can prepare the way for the Lord. Is your heart in a wilderness? Does your life seem like a desert? Even there, preparation is holy. In the wilderness and in the desert, the Lord reveals his glory. May your decorating be a holy endeavor. As you pull out the twinkling lights and hang the ornaments, may it be a time to prepare your heart for the arrival of Jesus the Messiah. 
Our decor will by no means be perfect. Little fingerprints will smudge and daily life will clutter. But each perfectly imperfect space can remind us that God joins us in our harried, exhausted, everyday moments in this wonderful adventure of Advent. Behold the wonder of the light of the world becoming one of his people to rescue his people. Believe that he has a personal, intense delight in you and how you celebrate his birth this year. Become his hands and feet as you share the light of Jesus in this exhausted world. Join the company of those who prepare for Jesus. Build a manger, light a candle, prepare your heart, turn your eyes upon Jesus. I love Madeline Lingle's poetry. Her poem, First Coming, is the perfect way to begin the Advent season. He did not wait till the world was ready, till men and nations were at peace. He came when the heavens were unsteady and prisoners cried out for release. He did not wait for the perfect time. He came when the need was deep and great. He dined with sinners in all their grime, turned water into wine. He did not wait till hearts were pure. In joy, he came to a tarnished world of sin and doubt, to a world like ours of anguish shame. He came and his light would not go out. He came to a world which did not mesh to heal its tangles, shield its scorn. In the mystery of the word made flesh, the maker of the stars was born. We cannot wait till the world is sane to raise our songs with joyful voice. For to share our grief, to touch our pain, he came with love. Rejoice, rejoice. Join me in reading Isaiah 40. This is the word of the Lord. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries, in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, Cry, and I said, What shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and all its beauty is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades. When the breath of the Lord blows on it, surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Go on up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good news. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good news. Lift it up, fear not. Say to the cities of Judah, behold your God. Behold, the Lord comes with might, and his arm rules for him. Behold, his reward is with him and his recompense before him. He will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. 
He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those who are with young. Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and marked off the heavens with a span, enclosed the dust of the earth in a measure, and weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance? Who has measured the spirit of the Lord, or what man shows him his counsel? Whom did he consult, and who made him understand? Who taught him the path of justice? Who taught him knowledge, and showed him the way of understanding? Behold, the nations are like a drop from a bucket, and are accounted as the dust on the scales. Behold, he takes up the coastlands like fine dust." Lebanon would not suffice for fuel, nor are its beasts enough for a burnt offering. All the nations are as nothing before him. They are accounted by him as less than nothing and emptiness. To whom then will you liken God, or what likeness compare with him? An idol? A craftsman casts it, and a goldsmith overlays it with gold and casts for it silver chains. He who is too impoverished for an offering chooses wood that will not rot. He seeks out a skilled craftsman to set up an idol that will not move. Do you not know? Do you not hear? Has it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he who sits above the circle of the earth, and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers, who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them like a tent to dwell in who brings princes to nothing and makes the rulers of the earth as emptiness. Scarcely are they planted, scarcely sown, scarcely has their stem taken root in the earth when he blows on them, and they wither, and the tempest carries them off like stubble. To whom then will you compare me that I should be like him, says the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high and see who created these. He who brings out their host by number, calling them all by name, by the greatness of his might, and because he is strong in power, not one of them is missing. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord, and my right is disregarded by my God? Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. As you make selections for your holiday giving this year, this is your super friendly reminder that The Question Habit, my latest book, looks really great in a stocking and underneath a tree. It's all about building resilient relationships with God and others one question at a time. You can find out more at thequestionhabit.com. You can also download free conversation starters for all those family get-togethers, parties, and heart-to-heart conversations you want to have this season. Once again, that's thequestionhabit.com. Because asking questions and listening well can take every relationship deep.